I don't believe this. Came in off the tree and just look at this. Well, that is unbelievable. I, don't, I haven't seen that in such a long time. Welcome back to the Bogey or Better podcast. We are your bogey machines. I'm Cameron, and we have Dylan with us too. And we uh, we've got a great show for you today. We uh, we want to thank all of our listeners for coming back. We we see that we've got a couple listeners outside of the United States uh, in Jamaica and Puerto Rico. So we appreciate uh, all the support from everybody uh, for our third episode. We have a milestone alert today that Dylan wants to share with you. So, Dylan, what milestone do we have to tell him about? Uh, well, it has nothing to do with me and my golf game. <laughs> um, so, it is Sunday today. So, yesterday, Saturday, me and the wife uh, went to Charwood, uh, our local country club here, and um, this was her first round of golf ever. You know, we've been to the range a few times. You know, I got her some clubs. She she's got her unicorn head cover that I posted on Instagram. She's 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 psyched. She's she's getting into golf, which is great because that means I get to golf more too. That's the key. Uh, Side yeah. point: people that want to golf more. If you get your wife into golfing, exactly, it just means you get to golf more. Exactly. Um. So, um, we get to the third hole it's a uphill par three for her on the lady steve's is about 110 yards and she's like what should i hit like a four iron and i'm like yeah well let's 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 hit an eight i think an eight is a thing that's good acceptable and yeah and i am watching from the cart and she takes a practice swing and then she steps up she hits it, and I mean, I hear the contact. It sounds good. I see it go in the air. It looks like it's going straight, but then I lose the ball in the trees. And Cam, I, I could have swore I heard a pin. <laughs> and in my head, I'm thinking, nah, it I, couldn't be. I heard something. Yeah, no, maybe she hit like a a root or something. Yeah. You know? So I start walking on the green, and I don't see the ball anywhere. I'm like, well, I mean, it seemed like she had a pretty good shot unless, you know, it just was too far. And I keep walking on the green, and she's, I bought her before we got there some purple tailor-made lady golf balls. I forget the name of the, of the brand, but they're tailor-made. And uh, sure enough, I see a purple hue <laughs> right in the hole. First round of golf, and my wife gets a hole in one. On the third hole. First par three she ever faces. First, first par like, three. opportunity. Yeah. Literally, that's a good point. The first opportunity to get a hole in one. Yeah. And she gets it. It's pretty impressive. <sighs> I mean, it's it, I, and it's incredibly impressive. <laughs> it's very impressive. And I celebrated with her. I picked her up. You know, I told her this was a big deal. And this was fantastic. But in my head, Cam... 
I I started to just think about golf and how <laughs> I should just quit. <laughs> it made me. It kind of made me want to quit. Just just a smidge, you know. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. It, it hurt my feelings a little bit. We've been playing for. You've been playing longer than me. I've been playing for over a decade, and all I have gotten is a lip out for a hole in one. And that, yeah, and that is it. Um, that's I guess just, that's how it goes, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think when you look more at the most people that get hole in ones are the kind of newer golfers that just hit it up there with a ton, and they get a ton of roll. And things like that. The golfers that play, you know, every week or at least once a month, they they just they have to hit such a perfect shot because they're getting air under it. They're gonna land it. It's a, it's just a little different. And I mean, the odds for a hole in one for a regular golfer are twelve thousand five hundred to one. So you know, that's not as high as I thought. It's it not was. as high as you think, but you think how many times. Yeah. You know, do you play a par three per round? And then, you know, you, you, you just have to play so much golf to get those chances up. But. Not if you're Carly. Yeah. Or you wife. can just do it on the first try. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And you know, what, you know what she said to me, Cam? She said, so I should just do that every time so I don't have to putt. And she was serious. Like, she, yeah. the, she wasn't joking. Like, the way she said it, I was like. Yeah, yeah, that would be nice, honey. Be I can't nice. believe I've never thought of that. Just hit it in the <laughs> hole from before it gets on the green. Yeah, you don't have to putt. Yeah, so easy. Like 130 out, you know, just hit it in the hole. Don't yeah. don't be dumb and put it on the green. Now, I have sunk it from about 120 yards for an eagle before. Yeah. Like on a par, like on a par five. Um but it's just different because par threes we never have that short usually right it's you know usually a par three from a white tee or you know whatever your standard tee is going to be 150 160 some are lower probably to 140 but it's just long enough where it's not a you know you're not you're not pitching it up there you're really you're putting a full swing on it um and i mean with when you play with thicker greens and a, and a nice ball it basically is just going to stop where it yeah. lands <laughs> so you have to base you have to hit it right at it the tour professionals you know they play with on greens that still get roll out of them mm-hmm. they don't really hit them dead um i mean especially you look at like the masters like that what what numbered hole is it where you have to hit it really far up the green and it just rolls all the way back down it's the one with yeah, the water that they that's... skip over yeah, somewhere in Amen's corner, like 12 or 13, something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, and you see, so for them, like, they hit, and that ball has to roll all the way. Um, so it's just different, you know. So I guess all we have to do is just, you know, stop playing golf and then re-pick it up and just par <laughs> three right in the hole. That's all we got to do. What did make me feel better about her, though, is it was a really good shot. Like, she connected well. Like mm-hmm. it, it bounced, like, twice and rolled, I think. And um, it was a good shot. You know, I've we have some buddies who have made a hole-in-one, and they've hit, like, a five-iron on a 130-yard hole yeah. and thinned it, and it rolled into the hole somehow. Where it's you almost know. like they didn't deserve it. Yeah, you know, exactly. You feel it. You're like, it should have been me. Yeah. 
Well, but, uh, that was our milestone alert. We had to share that mm-hmm. with you. That happened on Saturday. Um, I was also playing. I was playing down in Charleston, having a fantastic round. And Dylan yeah. just had to top me with a hole in one, even though it wasn't from him, you know. I'm just out there playing. And you know what, guys? I hit my driver, and I was on it. I uh, I was trying some new swing thoughts, swing patterns with my driver, and I hit at least, you know, probably five more fairways. And it was a very wide-open course. I was down in Charleston. Very, very wide, so you could get a little loose with your driver. Um, but I mean, I shot a 77, and I had that's fantastic two par fives that I was uh, pulling a low iron for. Um, one was a a low iron to a nine iron to get on the green in two, and then the second par five was a six iron, and I uh, was on the green in two. So it's just like. You know, when you, if, you, if you can attack a par five, go for it. I just never really been able to hit my driver before. But I'll tell you, Dylan, what I did was I, I worked on the um, adjustability of that driver head. Because I told okay. you I, I had mm-hmm. messed with it a little bit before. Right. But I had it a little too closed. Um, mm-hmm. And it didn't, very, it didn't feel very natural. And it really limited my ability to draw it if I needed to draw the driver. Because it was just... It was set so close that you'd have to over loft it to open the face, and it, it didn't swing naturally. So I neutral. Gotcha. I made it a little more neutral, but I added loft because I tend to hit the driver very low. Um, so I can continue to swing the way I normally do and get more distance out of it. But with the more loft, I get less slice spin, and I was just hitting beauty cuts, tight, tight cuts, and um, you know I had one one drive. It was a Par four, 380 yards, downhill. We posted where my ball ended up on Instagram, and I was about a yard or two from the green, <laughs> from the tee box. And I'm sure I hit a cart path or something, because I'm not, I'm not Kyle Berkshire, or however you pronounce his name. I'm not, I can't drive the ball 380 yards. But it still ended up right by the green. So, you know... I was just trying different things and finally hit a driver. And you had a good round, too, um, on Saturday. Yeah. Um, I putted really well. Um, only played nine holes and shot uh, four over, which I can't remember. Is the front nine a 35 or is it yes. a 36? Yep. 35, yep. yeah. So a 39 is really tasty. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, like a, I like to be in the 30s. That's real nice. Um, yeah. Um, let me tell you. So I got, you know, I got the M6 driver and then I got that M6 three wood. Yeah. I cannot miss with that three wood, dude. That's always nice. Yeah. That that three wood is going to be, I think, my my savior because the tight par fours that are in charwood and the shorter ones that, you know, kind of have those sharp dog legs. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm putting it right in the fairway and 100. Ten yards out. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that when I was playing in Charleston, I was hitting my three wood, um, and I hit a beautiful three wood off the tee box, um, and I was still like an aggressive five iron to the hole, and it was a par four, yeah. and that's when it hit me like that. I'm not playing charwood anymore, so it just depends on your course that you like to play. If it if the 
hole plays a little longer, it's probably more advantageous to hit a driver if you can make some sort of contact. Um, right. Because, you know, to hit a five iron on a small green in regulation yeah. is, is going to be tough. Um, right. But at Charwood, you can hit a three wood not even super well and be eight, nine iron away, which yeah. is that those are the irons you want to be in. Even the par fives are the same way. You can hit two three even, woods and be yeah. right by the hole. Even from the tips, I mean, it's not a long course. No, no, it's it, but it's an enjoyable. That's that's a good course for for really working on your low irons. Um, oh yeah. So just know your course. Know what you know what's going to be best for it. Uh, but that's there's, what we. There's great. I'm sorry, God. No, no, that's there's that that's how you really can score better. Is just thinking about it a little more what's worth the risks of, of one shot over another. Um, and that'll, you know, if you're trying to break 90 or trying to break 100, you know, it's usually just one or two strokes that can help you do it. So w- what little mental thing can you do to just gain one extra stroke, things like that? Right, yeah. And uh, I was going to say, there's great golf in Charleston. Yeah. Like, you know, in South Carolina, people always go for, Myrtle Beach, which mm-hmm. Myrtle Beach is fantastic as well, but there is great golf in Charleston. Every time I've played golf in Charleston, I have loved the course. Yeah. Yeah, this course had phenomenal greens, pro-style, huge greens, and they rolled. Like, you did not get a ball to, to stick and set on the green unless it was a lob wedge. Um, you know, I hit, hit a six iron, probably 190 away, and I landed before the hole, and it, and it, I mean, it was on the green, but I landed before the hole, but it rolled to the back, and I was playing a nice ball. That's just the way that, that those greens are cut, you know. But the putting was so nice because they were fast, but you just hit it, and you would just let it roll. It really helped with green reading, and and like, and I told you um, yesterday that I didn't three putt at all uh, on that yeah. round because of how nice the greens were. So sometimes if you you're losing strokes on a on a course, it may not really be you. It just may be the course conditions are, are causing um, causing your problems. Because this course is harder than Charwood, but I played better because um, a lot lot nicer greens. Yeah, eliminating three putts is absolutely key to lowering your score. Yeah, I mean it makes such a huge difference. Yeah. And I only made one birdie, so it's not like I I putt right. I I did putt very well, but I only sunk one of them. Mm-hmm. But I ended within a you know one foot radius or two foot radius of the hole, which I was tapping in. So yeah. for putting, don't don't go for the you know hit it hit it firm, and and take the break out of it because the faster your putts are, the less area of uh, window that your ball can fit in. So hit hit a putt that you're okay with just being a foot past because that opens up the hole and allows, you know, if you're rolling in on the edge, it'll it'll roll in instead of if you hit it two feet past, that, that might lip out and not go in. And once it lips out, it could throw it further than you want it. Yeah, because, you know, we're not, we're not going for birdie. Like, I've said this before. We, we just want a chance at birdie. It can be... Yeah. A very, you know, sketchy chance at birdie. We just want a chance to get it close to have a nice, relaxing putt in for par. Yeah. 
Yeah, even if you're chipping, like if, if you didn't hit the green in two and right. you're just like near the green, um, pick a club that you know. I've been I've actually been chipping a lot with my um, with uh, my pitching wedge, um, mm-hmm. or my a wedge, and I've liked it a lot because I get a lot more bump and run, um, and a lot more control than using like my fifty eight degree. I like my fifty eight degree when I'm a little bit further. Because I, you know, I can really get a nice swing on it, but the chance of you blading it, or for those that don't know, if you you, know, you hit it with the bottom of your wedge and it just comes out straight as an arrow, um, when you have a a pitching wedge, it takes that chance way out of it, um, but it goes a lot further. So it's just a nice little like you're putting it with a with a iron, um, and I was able to land it really close every time and then put it in for par. So Instead of trying to reach a hole, make that hole bigger, make it like a two foot by two foot hole <laughs> and and hit for that. And you'll find that your scores are going to drop a lot because instead of three putting for bogey and, and gaining a stroke, you're parring uh, more than more than not. So give that a shot. Well, um, I know today uh, we wanted to hear from Dylan, uh, hear from you about uh, your new range finder. We posted about it. Uh, I have mm-hmm. one. And I've u- I use it all the time, but you you've been using the old uh, look at the stake that's by the <laughs> cart path and and uh, guesstimate yeah. how far you are. So uh, how, tell us about your new rangefinder. Yeah, um, so like I said, I shot a thirty nine yesterday, Saturday, and um, I have to, I think I owe that a lot to the new rangefinder because <laughs> let me tell you, it is it is very convenient. Um, there's a reason so why they the, can't use it on the tour, because it yeah, is it exactly. does it does help it does help and gives an advantage. Yeah. Um. So for a while, I've been seeing on Instagram this ad this for this company Blue Tees Rangefinder, um, and you know Bushnell offers the rangefinders that have the slope reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all of that, and I mean. I think the like the one with the slope is probably four to five hundred bucks. I think. Right. Yeah. Um, but Blue Tees was offering one with the uh, vibration and the slope reading for uh, one ninety nine. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing on here. The Pro Slope. Golf actually, range. I think right now for Labor Day it's one seventy five. Wow. Um, that's a deal. Yeah, and so I went ahead and I went ahead and went for it, and I bought it. it came in super fast shipping. Uh, I think like three to four days, I think, and I was very impressed. Um, just the feeling. Sorry, guys, my dog is going crazy. <laughs> um, the feeling of just holding it it just feels sturdy it, it feels really nice now I, and i had a bushnell mm-hmm. last year but it was stolen along with the rest of my clubs <laughs> <laughs> and so i know exactly what a bushnell feels like and what it looks like and and, and all of that and i mean this company blue teeth they're dangerous because it is the quality of it for the money is incredible i mean they could they could charge 400 bucks for it yeah. And it'd be worth it, I think. Um, it has three different settings. 
you can do just, you know, the straight point and shoot, and that will uh, just tell you the yard is straight up. And then you have the second setting where it shows you the middle point of the screen. It'll show you, you know, the straight up yardage. But then at the bottom, it'll take in consideration of the slope. Mm. And we'll put that into the yardage as well. Re- um, really? Right. Yeah. So on the bottom. So let's say, you know, like that, like number three at Charwood. Uphill. It's an uphill, probably 140 yard hole. Yeah. So in the middle, it'll say 140 yards. At the bottom, it'll say it's actually playing 148 because of the uphill. Wow. Yeah. It's it's really cool. Um, and it's it's very accurate. It's I mean, it's as accurate as you're going to get with a laser. That's huge because you just, I mean, and you can attest to because I don't, I don't, I use my range finder. Um, but having the slope makes a difference because if it's, you know, if you're shooting downhill, it's going to play longer. Or it's going right. to, excuse me, it's going to play shorter. So, you know. Downhill, you, it'll be, yeah, it'll play shorter, yeah. You want to you wanna not take as much club because the ball is going to fly longer. Uphill, right. it's the opposite. It's not going to fly as long as you need to hit it a little farther. But mm-hmm. I've never, I, I have an old rangefinder, a Bushnell, uh, that works fantastic. Um, and it's super accurate, gives me distance, no delay, but it doesn't have the slope. Um, now, I mean, I've been playing enough where I understand if it's uphill to yeah. to do that myself, but for anybody else, you know, for, for people that don't play that often, that that's a really nice feature because that's going to make a difference because, you know, how often do we really hit every shot on the green really exactly what we want to do? Not right. n- Not every time. But the ones that we do, we want to have the correct information. <laughs> so if if, yeah. the, if the hole is playing really 10 yards longer because of the slope and you're thinking that it's, you know, 140 because it's 140 away, but you need to hit it 150 and you finally hit that iron right, you know, perfect right at the flag, right at you want it, and it's 10 yards short. And you're frustrated because you think you hit it short when you really didn't. If you had pulled a, a higher iron, you would have been right where you want to be. So... Yeah. Um, and and honestly, if blue tees didn't exist and, you know, the only thing really available was Bushnell, I wouldn't pay the extra money for the slope. Yeah. Because it's like, it's like, I think they charge extra 250 Yeah, it's for, a lot. For the slope. But for 200 bucks, yeah, I'll, I'll take the slope. They they have a, blue tees has a regular range finder as well that just tells you the straight up yardage of point and shoot. And it's a hundred and... 25 i think mm-hmm. which is fantastic because i mean that's still way cheaper than any other right range rider i think around like big name at least um so because uh, i've i've looked at reviews for certain other range finders on amazon um and they don't really get that great at reviews um they kind of crap out on you after a little bit and they're not yeah. very accurate um but from what I can tell from the first round of using it, Blue Tees is definitely the real deal, and I would definitely recommend it. Obviously, they're not sponsoring us, but it's it's a great it's a great piece of equipment to add to your bag yeah. for sure. And if they'd like to, you know, hit us up. Yeah, uh, we yeah, got our have, email and our Instagram. I can keep <laughs> saying good things about them if they want to help us out. For yeah, sure. I mean, I'd love to try one of their rangefinders. Um, yeah. They they actually liked that photo that we posted. Um, so that was that oh, really? was cool to see, yeah. Oh, nice. that, so um, it was nice to to do that. Um, give them a shout out because that's the thing we're we're not sponsored by anybody. 
Um, so when we tell you what we like, that's genuinely how we feel. Because uh, it's just what we've what we've done. We've played a lot of golf and we've tried a lot of different things. And, um, you know, so thankfully you don't have to worry about us being sponsored. <laughs> but um, so I think what we wanted to um, bring up was the fact that both of us just recently re-gripped our own clubs. Um, you did yours today. I did mine um, a couple weeks ago. And I never knew this, but they say that it's recommended that you do this at least every year. Um, I didn't know that that was something that... I don't know if I would do that every year. I don't know if I play yeah. enough golf where it's worth it. But I have seen a difference. They say every 40 rounds. Well, then, yeah. I mean, if you play once a week, I just, I then... Don't, I just don't see... I don't know. I don't think I would regret my clubs every year. Yeah, I'm interested to see how long these last because they aren't golf pride. They aren't. They aren't nice ones. I got them on Amazon. It's a pack of it was um, 13 or 15 because I had a couple more clubs. So it's 15 grips uh, with the tape and the solvent and the knife for like 45 dollars, and they were mid size. I learned that if you have an extra large glove size, that you should probably use mid-size grips. Um, so I, I got mid-size because I was having a problem with over-gripping, and I, was feel, I feel it in my hands now. Um, so getting the mid-size, you don't have to as much because um, there's a lot more surface area to, to hold on to. But the grip, the, it's actually not as difficult of a process as you might think because you did – how many clubs did you do, Dylan? Did you do all of yours? Um I am in the process of doing it online. I've got like four or five left to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, there's really nothing to it. It's 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 pretty simple. Um, if you go to, you know, Dick's or, you know, your local golf shop, you're going to spend 160 bucks probably Yeah. to get all your clubs re-gripped at mm-hmm. once, um, depending on what grips you get. And yeah, I got the same ones you got. I just got the... Uh, they're Lambkin, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. That's and a nice brand. Yeah. And uh, multi-compound yeah. grips are kind of like the Golf Pride ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, I mean, they feel just as good as Golf Pride, and they're much cheaper. Golf Pride is 10 bucks a grip. Yeah. That's where, I mean, because you're going to spend at least, like, if you get a Golf Pride grip, which they're good, but you're going to spend at least $130 just in the grips themselves. And then yeah. usually places charge like three to four dollars a club to do it. Um, yeah. So it just depends on what's worth for you. It it does not. It took me about an hour and a half. Um, yeah. And I did all of them. Uh, and it, I'd never done it before. Um, it's it's simple. You cut the old grip off, <laughs> uh, and then you can peel the tape back, depending on how. I've seen people not put any different tape because the grips are smaller than the shaft so i've seen people do that yeah. i put a piece of tape around the old piece of tape because i think that works for us because we have the mid-size grips yeah so they're a little bigger yeah. a little bigger you have a lot more yeah a lot more tension on it and the tape that they gave me was like a webbing tape real mm-hmm. thin yep. um so i just put it over the top because it wasn't worth time taking um taking that off uh and then you solvent um, the grip and the tape and slide it on. Now, I mean, you got to 
you got to aggressively put it on. But the more mm. solvent you use, the easier it is to slide it on. And the solvent doesn't go bad, so you just save it. And uh, you got to make sure that you really, you got to make sure that you, you keep the area clean because that solvent smells a little bit. It's not toxic or anything, but it's not fun if it gets on the ground. Um, but I have seen a big change in the face control of my game so far because I've got a lot tackier grips. I mean, where you grip the club is the most important part of your swing because it's the only connection you have with your golf club. So uh, it's important that, that we do change them. Now, like I said, mine are new, so I don't know if it's going to be worth it 40 rounds from now to take them off and do it all over again. But, I mean, they were cheap ones, so it's not a big deal if, if I have to do it again. And I also, I wanted to try mid-size grips without paying the big ticket price for really nice grips. Mm -hmm. So I got a cheaper brand um, to try them out. Because if I didn't like them, then it wouldn't be, it only cost me 40 bucks. Cut them off and then put nice ones on there, which I'll probably do anyways when these go bad. But give a, if, if you haven't regripped your clubs ever, which that was me, I'd never done it, uh, you, you'll, you'll realize how uh, nice it is <laughs> to have all that traction because uh, I, I tend to slip a lot on the downswing from swinging too quickly, and that'll open the face right up and ruin everything. Yeah. Um, doing it today, like, I don't think I will ever go back to going to a store and get them regripped. No. I think because the price is so much cheaper and it's not hard. And I think I'm going to go ahead and invest in it and I'm going to get a little table and a mm -hmm. vice grip and just I'll yeah. do that every couple of years probably. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I mean, and, and yeah. until you get a new club and it doesn't match your grips, mm -hmm. like it's not a big deal because you know how to do it. Yeah. Um, your putter... You, you need a new grip on your putter or you want to try a new grip, you know, all, all you really have to buy is the grip because you already have the solvent, you know, and yeah. with a putter grip, you don't have to worry about putting a new tape on because you're not swinging it, really. I mean, you're just... Right. So, just to solvent the old grip will be fine because um, there's all kinds of putter grips, game improvement putter grips that might be worth it to you. Um, so, that's what I'm going to do. I'll never, I'll never take them in even if I want to get nicer ones, I'll just do it myself because yeah. it's really simple. It, I came home after work, brought the clubs in, cleaned, the, cleaned them up, and went to work. And like I said, it took me about probably everything I was done within an hour and a half. Yeah. It's a, it's a workout on your hand now. You, will, yeah. you, you might need to take a break because your hand, your hand might cramp up a yeah. little bit. But, Forearms uh, are going to scream. Yeah. But that's the thing, just, but, you know, if it's not going on, just add a little more of that solvent. Slides right real good. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, I wanted to throw that out there for people that may be seeing, like, you know, if, they, if they've never regripped your clubs, it's definitely time. But it's yeah. not always nice to go out and spend all that money to have somebody do it. So just do it yourself. It's really easy. Tons of videos. Tons of videos on how to do it. And it's all the same thing. So... You don't have to worry about that. <laughs> Golf is a, is an expensive hobby, guys. So we do everything we can to make an expensive hobby as cheaper as possible. Yeah, and it's and possible. Sometimes you gotta get your hands dirty. Mm-hmm. Yep. And sticky. 
It, yeah. Make sure you clean the shafts after, too. Because, yeah. obviously, that solvent's got to go somewhere. So, as it goes out, <clears throat> and it doesn't evaporate. So, like, I, I, one time, I, I didn't do it on one of my clubs. So, I pulled it out, and I was holding it upside down, and my hands were like, I'm like, what the, what is this? And it had dripped down, um, and I, I just never had wiped that club off. And I had, I, it was, like, two days later, and it was still, like, there yeah. and solvent, like, so clean them up when you're done, but then you'll be set. I think you have to wait at least like 30 minutes before you swing them. But I mean, yeah. that I just did them like two days before around, and I, I haven't had any issues. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I've never used midsize, but I mean, I in Titleist gloves I wear in double XL. Yeah. So it because you got really you got really big grips. hands. Yeah. So and that's good. It's you just have like bare hands like. Thick ones. Yeah. So that's that's definitely I'm too, be helpful. I'm really too big to be playing golf, but <laughs> I do enjoy it. You do what you can. Yeah. Yeah, I mean there's not too many large I mean John Rom's pushing it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and uh Bryce Bryson Bryson Bryce getting, getting a little big. He's getting a little thick. <laughs> he's getting a little thick. So Patrick shakes, Reed. Man. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple of them thick golfers out there. Oh yeah. But um well, speaking of that, not everyone gotta, can be Tiger and Roy McIlroy. That is true. No matter how much we may think we can be, mm. we're most likely not. But speaking of that, we got round three in progress of the Tour Championship, and I don't yeah. know about you, but it definitely got Dylan on uh, Thursday when Dylan <laughs> goes to look at the score and he sees Dustin Johnson is at minus ten and just destroying everybody. <laughs> And I don't think – did you know that that was the format or did it just catch you by yeah, surprise? Yeah, I, I just forgot. And <laughs> honestly, he's just – he's so freaking good that I saw it and I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. He's just, under first just, round. Well, yeah, why not? What if it yeah, – yeah. 62, who cares? Yeah. Yeah, because after his first round, he was technically like 13 under. And it was a funny picture I saw because he's just so non-expressive. And it oh, was yeah. like a picture of him, and it says, when you shoot 13 under your first round and you don't have a 57. And it was just him being confused. It was it was really funny. But I, I actually like that format because it makes you want to do better in the FedEx Cup standings than just make mm -hmm. it in. You know, I, I it, 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 well, it at least it seemed like quite a big advantage, you know, over the 10 under to the 1 under. But, I mean, he's only winning by 2, and then... You've got Xander and Justin and John, like all within striking distance. And then a lot of people at minus nine and minus eight that are, I mean, you got a whole nother day. So what was a big advantage is, I mean, they're still close. So yeah, um, Rory is at a uh, minus eight right now. Big Rory is, is he at eight? So you made, yeah, you made a bogey. You need to step it up. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sanjay M was. daddy power. Um, his, he does, uh, except for yeah. uh, all right. And I'm going to ask everybody, how great did it feel to see him chunk it into the water? Did you see that? <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking, trying to hit a wood out of out of that rough. It was, it was just like, and his swing looks great. It's a, it's one of the most beautiful oh, yeah. swings in golf. But he just either he got, he says he says that he got, uh, he topped it. Um, Basically, that in in lesser words, he says he topped it, <laughs> um, which is hilarious. Yeah, um, it makes you feel good. Because it happened. I mean, this is the tour championship, 
And instead yeah. of him just taking a lesser wedge, putting it in the next fairway over the water, he went for it, like we all do. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. he's sitting there waiting for the green to clear because he's like, I'm going to hit this. We all do it. And then we just <laughs> top the ball. And uh, I mean, it's just yeah, how it goes. Not only did he top it, he topped it into, into the, the water. water. Yeah. That was the most, yeah. uh, that was, that was the most bogey or better bogey machine type shot I've seen. Yep. And I loved and it. Every how bit about, of it. how about his daughter coming in clutch and being born the day before the tournament yeah. starts? Right. Uh, Poppy McElroy. It's a is, beautiful name. Poppy is a fantastic I, th- name. It is so Irish. Yeah. That obviously his, his wife isn't Irish, right? His I don't think American. so. Yeah. Yeah, so he obviously got to uh, choose the name. Yeah, it's a beautiful name. Whenever, yeah, whenever I, like I saw it, I was like, "That's a that's it's pretty." Um, but yeah, I think I think my pick is gonna be the solid pick. Um, Justin Thomas is always a little scrappy one. He could sneak in there. Yeah. Um, but I was surprised that the the tournament ended tomorrow. I was fully thinking that we would record this with a winner. Um, mm-hmm. I was unaware of the the shift. It felt weird Saturday watching because I was I was playing golf, but watching the second round in it on Saturday, like it just didn't. It, it my whole weekend is off now. Yeah. But I think I think we're set for a really good finish. We've got four guys, um, really close. That if if it ended today, that that would be really nice. And then with eighteen more holes to play. Tomorrow, it's going to be a nice finish. Yep. And speaking of tomorrow, we are playing tomorrow. We are. I'm excited. Um, that'll be fun. I think me, you, and another buddy. And uh, Let's see if my drive. He hasn't texted me back yet. Has he still not? No. He. I think. I. Don't, I, I guess he dropped his phone in the water or something. I don't know. Like he hasn't. He hasn't. He didn't answer my phone call. Guys, you know, you're trying to plan. A golf day on Labor Day, and one of your foursome isn't answering, isn't returning your calls. That can, you know, that gets to you a little bit. I know Come he. On, li- I know. To, I know he's playing a good day of golf. I know he's listened to this podcast. I don't know if he's. Uh, I don't know if he's a continuous listener. It'd be fantastic if he does though, because he knows who he is. I hope he hears it. Yeah. Oh yeah, he knows. But um, yeah, maybe my driver will will continue to hit. Um, yeah. The putter worked out really well. Like I said, I'm really feeling this new putter. Um, I'll put on a. At some point, we'll we'll do a, a review of this putter because it is a game improvement putter. It's okay. not from a brand that any, you know, it's not a Ping or Scotty Cameron or it's not it's not one of those. It's made for improving your game. So, gotcha. Maybe next week we can talk about that advantages of that because um, they come in a, a blade and a mallet. So we'll talk about it because it works for everybody and it's not expensive. Um, but let's see. Anything else you got to talk about, Dylan? Um, no. Did we want to go over my bag? Yeah. Do we want yeah. To do you have it? You have okay. it with you, or you you know what? I know you know um, it pretty much I by know. heart. Yeah, I, I know pretty much what I got. So, all right, let's have a backstory first. So, let's rewind a year and a half ago. I had a nice little set going. I had all ping. I had ping G thirty. Driver three wood hybrid. Yeah. Then I had ping I two hundred irons, and then I had a my Titleist wedge set SM seven fifty two fifty six sixty degree. 
and uh, and then a Scotty Cameron X Futura putter, yeah. mallet putter. Um, and then a, I like a touch of the antique, so I had an antique leather ping bag. Bag, yeah, it was beautiful. Um, and in the midst of moving, and also in the midst of me basically being a little paralyzed because of my my back injury. Um, I didn't keep track of my clubs, and apparently, in the midst of moving, somehow those clubs were stolen. <laughs> and it's funny um, every time. Oh, it's it's fantastic. And um, about six months later, I found the iron set at Play the Sports for sale. So somebody had turned them in. <laughs> so somebody them. got a <laughs> somebody got a payday. Uh, played against sports um but they were sold before i could even do anything about it but it's all right so now we're working with uh well, i got a pretty good set going so um i just bought tailor-made m6 driver and three wood and what uh, what love. year did that come out do you know uh m6 is the newest m okay so, so it's brand new it came out in like 2019 slash 2020. So like before the sim line? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think the sim, I think the sim is technically like the, you know, top quality. Right, right. Um, and then the, they have the M6 and then they have the M5. Mm-hmm. And they both came out in, at the same time. M5 is less forgiving, but it does have more weights and everything to move around. Gotcha. M6, the only weight you have is, uh, it's not a weight, but you uh, adjustability. change the, uh, yeah, adjust the uh, the loft. Um, and that's all I'm used to because the, the ping driver that I used to have, that's all it. Yeah, that's it all mine had. does. Um, I, I don't really care about changing the, you know, to a draw or to a fade, the weight of the, of the driver that way. I just like a square anyway. Um so I have that set at 9.5 right now, but I think I'm going to set it to 10 Yeah. and try that tomorrow. Um, and so, yeah, then I've got the M6 three-wood, which I am not messing with right now. It feels very good, and uh, it, it's i got a nice tight draw on it, and I'm, I'm loving that. And now my irons are very special. <laughs> they are 2007. Ooh. Cobra uh, S9. There are TikTok stars that are younger than them. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And um, I think my dad found them at a garage sale. Mm. And it was missing the nine iron. Classic. But found it on eBay and got that nine iron. So it's a complete (laughs) set now. Um, And it's getting new grips. So they're going to feel brand new, you know? Yeah. And but here's the surprising part. I love the irons. Yeah, they you hit feel them. really good. I hit them well. I hit them straight. Um, this is actually the first time I felt super confident with my low irons. Mm-hmm. So and they're not. I mean, they're technically game improvement irons, but they're not much thicker than the I two hundreds that I had. Yeah. Um, so you can still move them around. You can still move the ball around with them. They're not very chunky. Um, I really like them. I mean, Cobra hit it right on the head in 2007, man. They yeah. were on fire. They hit their peak <laughs> 13 years ago. 
was uh <laughs> was was Ricky Fowler even uh sponsored by Cover or playing in the PGA Tour in 2007? He had that long hair. <laughs> he had that that bright orange cap. Oh, Cla- yeah. That classic Ricky Fowler. Um but uh and then I have a I just have a Cleveland RTX 56 degree that I put, picked up at Play It Again Sports. I like it. Cleveland wedges are nice though. They are. But I think I'm going to go back to the Titleist. I think I'm going to get some SM7s again. Yeah. Because the, they're cheap. They're cheaper now because the SM8s just came out. And I just love uh, They look so good. And then looking down on them, they're so simple. And they just, it just looks good. Yeah. Um, I agree. So I think I'm gonna, I think I'm going to go back to and pick some of those up from eBay probably. Um, and... The saddest part of my clubs getting stolen by far is the Scotty Cameron yeah. X-Future putter. It, uh, that putter was just beautiful, and it felt so good. Um, but after doing some research, I found a Wilson Staff putter that looked identical mm-hmm. to the X-Futura. And... Um, it was milled. It's milled and, and all of that. And I bought it. It was sixty-five bucks. Yeah. You know, versus three hundred and fifty. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and it feels great. I love it. I, I love looking down on it. I am gonna get a new grip because the grip on it right now it's a little too big for my taste. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I'm working with, and I gotta add a couple more wedges, and I'll be set. Um, I'm I'm happy with them. I'm yeah. happy with my no, you, for now. You, you play good with them. Um, I think too, like you were saying, any opportunities that we can to save money playing golf because it is an expensive sport to get into. Pl- don't get caught up in the new stuff, <laughs> like yeah. last year's models, two years ago models, even apparently seven years ago models. <laughs> Or thir- excuse me, thirteen years ago. Thirteen years ago. <laughs> still, they still play well. Um, there's a reason yeah. why they were made. You know, they things do get better and more forgiving as the technology goes. But anything newer than what you have right now is going to be better. So take that into consideration. Yeah. And uh, and and what's cool is, like you said, you found a putter that was similarly built uh, and shaped like that $400 Scotty Cameron mm-hmm. and you putt very well with it. Um, yeah. It gives you the same feel and you spent $65. I mean, come yeah. on. If that saved money. How many rounds do you get out of that? Right. Especially at the twilight hours. <laughs> Gotta love it. Five o'clock. Ooh. Now that summer's, oh, yeah. summer's rolling down. I don't, it's not technically fall yet, right? No. Um, it's close. Though. It's I'll wait till Sarah there. tells me. I never know. It's hot all the time here, so we never actually know when it's winter or fall. But um, it felt good this morning. It d- did it. I was still down in Charleston. It was a little little warm. Oh, we just okay. made it back yeah, up it felt today. Nice. Well, uh, I I know we uh, probably next week we'll we'll go into my bag. Um, yeah. They have not been stolen, so it's all what's been there. <laughs> and um, we might have an announcement. Speaking of Wilson staff, we'll have an announcement coming hopefully this week. Um, before the episode on a, a nice little project that we're going to do with uh, with Wilson staff. Not sponsored, just uh, just uh, not sponsored by Wilson staff, but something we wanted to do for um, for guys that want to upgrade their clubs. 
So uh, yeah, very th- exciting. Yeah, it'll be fun. A lot of content. We'll probably um, get some good videos out there. So keep uh, the, and there will be some giveaways. We'll have some giveaways uh, for for our awesome listeners out there. So we want to thank you guys uh, for supporting us. Keep listening. Um, spread the word. Uh, we appreciate uh, all that you that, that you guys do. Uh, we love doing this podcast. Um, even if you guys didn't listen, we, we still love doing it. So the fact that you support us uh, is even better. Yeah. And uh, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Um, We're going to have a YouTube coming up. Yeah, YouTube coming up. Uh, all at uh, Bogey or Better Podcast. Yeah. Go check us out. But uh, that, day, that that's going to end it for today. Uh, we are the Bogey Machines. And we'll see you next week, guys. All right, guys.